0: So as we heard in the introduction to Mass, and we can also think of it now, if someone offered you whatever you wished for, what would you ask for? What do you truly want? In that first reading from the first book of Kings, God appears to Solomon in a dream. And he asks him, ask something of me and I will give it to you. And you notice he doesn't ask for a long life. He doesn't ask for riches, nor the life of his enemies. I was thinking we might add, um, he didn't ask for health. Um, That'd be one of the things. um, Maybe we asked to, would be thinking about winning the lottery or something like that. He asked for understanding so he might know what is right. And because he asked for something so wise, God applauds him and gives it to him. He knows it's something that will be good. It will help him. It will help the people. I don't know how many of us have dreams that are so powerful. This was certainly a powerful, and we know that God sometimes reveals things in dreams to people as we read the scripture. Sometimes we maybe want a dream, and sometimes we don't want it. Um, One of my friends recently uh, fell out of bed and hit his head as he, or neck when he fell, and he said to himself, I hope this is a dream, and then he heard his wife saying, what are you doing down there? (laughs) He knew it wasn't a dream. Sometimes I have a a vivid dream, and my vivid dream is one like I'm in this other parish, and I'm trying to get ready for Mass, and, and for some reason, it's like I'm not getting anything done. I'm not getting ready. I'm trying to get ready to get, come out for Mass, to begin Mass. And finally, I get ready to come out. I know I'm late. And I come out, and people are all gone. So that's my, my uh, dream that I don't like. <laughs> I don't know why it happens, but I'm sure there's something behind it uh, that the Lord is trying to reveal. And then sometimes we have things in our lives that, are so surprising that we, we wonder, is this a dream or is it real? Um, recently, my nephew uh, got engaged. And he also, and she said yes. And so that was wonderful. And then he also bought a lottery ticket, a progressive ticket. He won 390,000. And uh, But he looks at it, he says, could this be real? Is this a dream? What is it? And uh, it turns out that he did win 290000 And I text him and said, well, congratulations on your engagement. Congratulations on your winning. But the engagement is worth a whole lot more than that 290000 And he said, yes. He definitely agreed with that. I think sometimes we, and he, he'll have to put it to good use. Uh, the house he's living in isn't very good shape. So either he's got to fix it or build another one. And uh, as he prepares to, for marriage. He also works on the side with Samantha and he also is a farmer. So you know that money will go in a hurry. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is when we receive something, that we use it well. Uh, we re- use those gifts that God has given us. And I was thinking, well, it's so much better that he won it than me. Because if I'd have to find a way to get, get, give it away. And he has a need for it. So we give thanks to God for the different ways things happen in our, in our lives. But to know what to ask for. What a gift. Uh, Then we can look at those parables in the Gospel, and we only find those parables in Matthew, those three. And I'm sure that you can imagine people in the ancient world where they didn't have a bank, didn't have a a strong box, a place, uh, a safe, a a good place to, to keep valuables. They probably kept them at home. or As we see here, maybe they buried him in the field, and maybe uh, a a farmer, a renter, uh, was working the field, and he found a treasure. It may not have belonged to the owner; it might have been a previous owner, because the owner would have, if he was going to sell it, would have looked it up. Although he, when he found it, he moved it, so. He, was going to get, he thought he was going to get it, anyway. And so he, he spends all that he has to get this prize. And then we have the one, the merchant, who is looking for valuable pearls. And he finds one. He recognized its value. He spent everything he had to get it, because he knew that it was worth more than all that he was paying for it. And then we have the third one, Uh, where they put out the net, catch all the fish, and then they separate the good from the bad. So it's certainly pointing us to the end times, to the end of the world, to our own uh, time when the Lord will sort us and say, uh, you've done well, and maybe you haven't done so well. Maybe you've rejected God. and we, we all have good and bad in us. We don't always make the right choices. But God is there to forgive us when we ask for, re- for forgiveness, when we are repentant. Um, we know in our own hearts that when somebody truly asks us for forgiveness, I think we want to forgive them. It makes all the difference when we do that. And we. We recognize that that importance. Uh, I think the question we might have is what are we willing to spend all that we have to accomplish, to receive? What do we really want? Um, I made my list. I said, I was thinking about what we would do. I said we could ask for health. And uh, I know people who have cancer or or some other disease, uh, we really want to get rid of it. Um, Maybe winning the lottery is something. I always said, if I ever won something like that, once in a while I'll buy a ticket, not too often. And, uh, cause you can't win if you don't play, you know. But uh, I would first of all begin with the retreat and saying, God, how do you want me to use this? Who do I give it to? How do I make a difference with it? Uh, maybe we pray for more energy uh, in life. Certainly as we age, we find we don't have it. Uh, we pray for those special relationships in life, uh, those friendships uh, that are so valuable. Maybe we think uh, we would like to have a farm uh, furnished with animals and equipment. Uh, that would be wonderful too. But. What do you truly value? Um, Where do you spend your money, your time, and your attention? And do they align with what you claim is important to you? I made my list. I said, well, I have a phone bill. I have rent. I have insurance. I have food. I have maybe something for vacation, my car expense health care, like glasses and, and teeth and things that might not be covered really well with, the, with my insurance. Uh, entertainment, maybe it's a golf game, or I like to play a little euchre, or uh, or bridge, or uh, that's just a pinnacle, uh, most card games I can play. So those are just some of the things I think about, but donations. Donations to church donations to other charities um, that's a, a big part of what I try to do and uh, since I don't have uh, immediate family I have nieces and nephews and plenty of those 22 of those and and probably another great nieces and nephews that's probably close to 40 so there's many so. We might ask ourselves, what do you truly value? And where do you spend your money, your time, and your attention? Do they align with your claim that what is important to you? And what have you been called to sacrifice for your commitment to the Christian life? Where do you encounter God? And I think it's great that, you know, uh, you're all here. We pray together. We see God in the community. We see God in the Eucharist. We see God in the, the Word of God that we have shared. May we continue to grow in that ability uh, to recognize God in our life. Uh, that's the real blessing to me. And if I want to invest everything I have, I want a key to the Kingdom. I want a key to the Kingdom. And uh, I think we do that when we truly love that God calls us to love.